We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional all right guys i got big news what's going on <laughs> blue chew is back our favorite ad read blue chew a great advertiser sure and doer yes sir guys remember the days when you were always ready to go now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed listen up bluechew.com that's blue like the color Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they are chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. <laughs> if you could benefit from extra function and more confident where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in pharmacy lines, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that is B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code ARMCHAIR to try it free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the Ain't No Seeds podcast. Support for Armchair and the Ain't No Seats podcast come from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family. Jules, A.B., you're looking pretty nice tonight. Nice little quarter-zip mm-hmm. jeans. You got a date? I don't know. As you know, it's the first thing I but saw, so I threw it on. But if, if I did, you did have a date uh-huh. and you had to prepare for that date by grooming up a little bit and you cut yourself, wouldn't that suck? That'd ruin the date, It'd right? It'd be tough. It'd ruin some things. Certainly. Um... That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin safe technology, baby. so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Finally nailed that word. Manscaping accidents are nuts. finally a thing of the past. No, proprietary. Boom, nailed it again. 
Manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past and don't use the same trimmer on your face as you are using on your balls because, fellas, that is just nasty. Manscaped also has the crop preserver and anti-chafing ball deodorant. It works. I was in Nashville this weekend, had some. I uh, didn't chafe at all. I mean, I felt cool down there all day. Wow. Well, yeah, I have not used that yet, but you know what I did use? The little uh, Manscaped bag. I that, use that, too. I brought excellent. That. Yeah, excellent for awesome. traveling. It's so, the best. Um, even if you don't want the ball deodorant yet and you just want a Manscaped bag, I'm sure you can order those online too. Manscaped got everything you need, folks. Um, but like I said, they have the anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. AB says it works great. You already put deodorant on your armpits, so why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. So, again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code armchair. Now on to the show. Collins driving, almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it in 10 seconds. And he used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. Alright, what's good? Welcome back, folks. Episode 36. AB, bet you don't have anyone in mind for that. <laughs> no Jayhawks. Let you know who did wear 36. For the Boston Celtics, number 36, Marcus. Smart. Trash. <laughs> Calm Trash. down. Jerome Bettis wore 36. The but bus. The bus. But, uh, no, Marcus Smart's tank. the worst. <laughs> also, he can't be a good flag football player. There's no way. Jerome Pettis? Have you, guys seen that, have you guys seen the commercial of him dominating flag football somehow? Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense because I feel like the one they wouldn't be able to touch him. He would just him. run him over. But you can still but, grab a flag while you're getting ran over. Maybe his best you? his best ability was not being able to get tackled because he was so big. Now he's just like things grab the flag off. Yeah. All right. Welcome back to the show, folks. A dream uh, of mine <laughs> is to have an eight no seats turkey bowl. That wh- what position you playing? Quarterback. Quarterback. I'm not kidding. Why can I be kicker? <laughs> Running back, y'all. All right. Welcome back. Jesus. Off the rails early. AB. You guys love B-turn. doing this to intro the show. <laughs> How you guys doing? How um, was your trip to Nashville? How was your birthday, B-turn? Birthday was great. The Chiefs choking was even greater. That was outrageous. Absurd. I don't remember a whole lot. I drank some drinks. So it was fun, Nashville, first time I've been there, so I didn't get Nashville. to see A.B., of course, because he uh, probably didn't leave his couch from watching sports. No, I was out there all Saturday. What a great trip to Nashville. Way to well, live it up. I mean, I did. I literally did. I thought right. I was out all Saturday. All right. And well, I went to the game on Sunday. Let's talk. We'll, we'll get to Monday. the Chiefs. Let's talk KU basketball, though. <clears throat> we had a good day yesterday. It's been a great. while. We've been waiting for good news. And yesterday, five-star combo guard. Bryce Thompson from Tulsa, Oklahoma, went on CBS Sports Network and chose the Kansas Jayhawks. It's a big get. How hype are we for Bryce Thompson? So hype, and it just in every way you look at it, it's huge for next year's team. How good he is, and then just recruiting wise, like yes. you get a five-star guy like that, and 
guy, I mean, the quotes were incredible from him about how he trusts Bill and he yes. thinks everything's going to be all right. Bill thinks everything's going to be all right. So it's just going to be huge for recruiting. I mean, that was – it's – Bill's got some big guys, but that – in this yeah. moment right now, that might be one of his biggest recruiting wins. When you put in the circumstances surrounding it all, I think this can absolutely be one of his biggest gets. Just because, like you said, now he can go to other guys and say, hey, look, like I know we're going through these issues, but we got Bryce Thompson. Like he believes in it. And like whatever we – did to convince Bryce that it was not he wasn't just walking into a complete disaster clearly we did effectively so it's good to know we've kind of got a game plan for that um I think it helped a lot that his dad played for Bill but you know I think I was reading that article uh I think we'll talk a little more about that but like one thing that stood out to me was just like how Bill was just so happy that Bryce put the trust in him to like go through with this even though there is a chance he might not play an NCAA tournament so I think Bill and Bryce Thompson are going to have like one of those all-time relationships like kind of like I felt like him and Devontae did and Mm -hmm. hopefully Bryce Thompson gets us to a final four like Devontae did well it sounds like he might not just be a little one and down no I heard Norlander say multiple times oh yeah probably a two-year guy his dad even acknowledged that he's like we're not we don't we know it might not be one and done so like even if we do have a tournament ban he can be part of that team that's the first mm-hmm. team back to like Yeah, and get we're going to we're going to have a lot of guys around in 2 years. I mean, yeah. You can make an argument Dave's somehow still here. I mean, all the guys we have now that all are freshmen, freshmen, Tristan, Christian, Dewan, Jalen, Jalen could be around like we could be really good in 2 years. And then yes. next year will just be an experience year for them. Mhm. For huh. sure. So that was huge. Um speaking of that article I already love Bryce Thompson simply because so last night or Monday night, the night before the announcement, Bill, which Banana Land moment of the week, I've already selected my Banana Land moment of the week. In this article, they reference text messages to Bill texting Rod Thompson and saying, hey, how we doing? Thanks for letting us, thanks for coming on Friday, blah, 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 blah. And then Bill finishes up with a, we good, question mark? Yikes. (laughs) Bill. He's just a troll at this moment. I mean, Bill, I don't know if you're trolling. I don't know if you didn't read the articles. The whole we good text is kind of what got you in a little bit of this trouble. I mean, that's obviously a troll. Maybe find new text to send, Maybe a troll, but, like, did he think that was going to get, like, leaked out? Like he wasn't not. doing it and for Rod, like a social media purpose or anything like oh, yeah. a little no. Adidas Rod, video. He didn't know Rod Thompson was going to sling his messages oh, no. to CJ Moore. Yeah. But no, so that was I thought that was hilarious. Like he t- he texted it twice too. So he said we good question mark. Rod didn't respond and then he said I'm not feeling great about it. You didn't respond to my message about we good and Rod was like, "Yeah, I'm nervous." And Bill says, "Well, I'm nervous too." And then in the morning, Bill texts him, "We good?" And Rod says, I'm sick, man. And Bill says, what? And he goes, OSU, I couldn't do it or I couldn't get – I'm sorry I let you down, coach. <laughs> and Bill apparently was just gutted. Like the article said he like told his wife. He held a meeting with his staff to let him know like we're out, boys. Like we failed. Norm Roberts like got on the phone and was like begging Bryce Thompson, like trying to get another conversation with him. And then oh Bryce Thompson hops in the car. They're on their way to school, and he calls Bill, and he says, hey, Bill. Or I think Rod in the text was like, hey, he wants to tell you himself, but I'm just letting you know. Yes. Like, it's probably OSU. And they get in the car, and Bryce is like, hey, coach, I just wanted to let you know. Like, I really appreciate you taking all these years to recruit me. Like, I, I appreciate it, but I just wanted to call and tell you in person. And then he was like, 
that I want to be a Kansas Jayhawk. And Bill Self goes, Rod, I'm going to kick your ass. And like, so, That's so, can you imagine the emotions Bill was going through yesterday? Like, dude. Just because all the misses we've had on the recruiting trail lately, too. I know. And then this is his former player's son, and he probably, <laughs> the night before the decision, he probably felt so good about it, too. Yeah, because a lot of the smoke was towards us. So, you know, Bill's hearing that, too. But They it just is, had him in for a visit. Yeah, it is wild to think that, like, Bill didn't know yet. And, but, like, how f- it's kind of fucked up with Rod while Bill's going through all this stuff. Now, maybe if it wasn't a year where we're going through NCAA stuff, maybe you joke with him. But to, like, take a guy who's probably as stressed out as he's ever been recruiting and be like, I'm going to prank him for three hours this morning is hilarious. But it makes me love Bryce Thompson and just makes the whole story even more fun. So shout out CJ Moore. That was a great article, yeah. great read. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, so now I guess let's just kind of look at this class. I think, what, two months ago? We were concerned that we potentially were like, who are we going to get? Three stars, two stars, like local kids that just want a shot. Like, no, we've now got – what is uh, the Juco? Is he number – he like top three Juco player in the country? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Eric Bossy was saying something about how he would be like a five-star status guy right now. Yeah. He's Ty on Grant Foster. Ty on Grant Foster. Schlegel kid. He's playing at Indian Hills Community College. Long, small forward, can shoot it, which I love. We need shooters. Like – He's legit. Uh, he even had like scouts at his JUCO. Game. Yeah, now I'm sure. NBA I scouts. I don't know how normal that is, but it seems kind of crazy for NBA scouts to mm-hmm. be going JUCO games. So it shows he's pretty legit. Yeah, he's had his last three games. He's had 26 and 8, 24 and 5, and 35 and 10. <sighs> That'll play. I love that. That'll hurt me too. And those scouts were there for that 35 and 10 game. Yeah, and I mean, I think we're kind of seeing that we like to play small. And he seems like a guy that could play the three or play small ball four mm-hmm. and stretch it out a little bit. So and that's he, big time. He's one of those guys where, I mean, he's not highly ranked and stuff, so people aren't really talking about him. But I think he's going to come here for two years, and I think he could come in and start next year. Absolutely. I mean, just depending on, like, obviously Ochai and other guys doing what they do. But if he's as, like, ready as people say he is, like, there are sometimes guys that come from Juco and just step in and they're just ready right away. And so if he can be one of those dudes, like, that will be really fun because it might be a huge hole that we need to fill. Um, the other guy, I'm going to try to say his name. <laughs> I was Get- going to ask you. Gethro. Muscadin. Muscadin. Mus- Muscato. Muscata. Don't look know. at me. I got We're going to call him Gethro. Um, yeah. Long. Center power forward. Yeah, 6'10". Super athletic. Probably more of like a – I wouldn't say he's going to come in and really make a huge impact next year, which I, I don't think we're going to need him to necessarily. That's another guy that will be around in two yeah, years. He will absolutely be a two-, three-, four-year guy just depending on how fast he develops. But he's just like such the typical – when you look at him, you're like, that guy in a college workout program is just going to be Jack. Oh, okay? yeah. He's got that body. He's athletic. He's long. Just the perfect guy you want kind of as a shot blocker in the back of your defense. So, But, yeah, like you said a month ago, I think – I forget, but Tyon was the first commit. I think it was October 12th or 14th, and then that same week we got Gethro. Yeah. And then – so we've got three commits in the last month. And we also offered a point guard, which you seem to be confident in. Who's – what yeah. is he? I don't even know his name. Never heard of the guy. Um, Latrell Jossel. Love that name. From Texas. It's a great name. That is a good name. It rolls off really Latrell easy. Latrell Jossel. Oh, yeah, my God. Point guard. And 5'10", then real small guy, but – Kansas Kansas is his dream school, and Eric Bossy said today that Bill kind of sees him as maybe a Frank Mason That's guy. That's what I was just about to say. Like, under-the-radar point guards that you give them some time to develop <clears> – <throat> And we might need points. I mean, Bryce Thompson's not 
just a point guard. He's kind of a combo guy that can play off ball and shoot. And you have Dewan next year, but you're going to lose Devon. So if you get this Latrell kid, he'll come in. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I really Dewan I, might start, but I'm hoping we can find a possibility or lineup where like uh, Bryce gets to play off the ball because he's such a good shooter. I think it would benefit him a lot to kind of not have to always have the ball in his hands, get to run him off screens and stuff. What if Dewan and Latrell are like one and twos, like Devontae and Frank were together, like those two that weren't really recruited. That would be sick. I mean, not as high recruits, and then imagine stay those, around for imagine four years. Those and... dudes is like juniors with like Jalen. <clears throat> Jalen will have to redshirt likely this year, which we'll talk a little more about that. That sucks, but like those dudes, Jalen, Gethro, teams. I mean, we this NCA stuff sucks, but I feel like it's kind of setting us up for like a really great lineup down the road when you do kind of have to take on these lower recruits just because you got to kind of take what you can get. Yeah. So. Yeah, I am very if, – if the class ended right now, I think we're all pretty satisfied. For right? sure. You get a top – one of the best Juco players in the country. You get a top 25-star combo guard who just seems like he's a great fit for Bill's offense. And, just, and then you got – you should have a ton coming back. I mean, you lose Devon and Doak for sure, maybe Oach. Yeah. But you should – I mean, you'll at least have Mitch back. You'll probably have – I mean, you would think Silvio and Dave. Yeah, you'll Marcus. have – Yeah, one of yeah Marcus. Too. So, we don't really need a – high impact big because you're probably going to start those guys that have been around for a while yeah and i mean we don't need a huge <clears throat> class like imagine if this would have been the year where we got like wiggins selden all those dudes massive when we, yeah. when we lost like elijah and everyone from that team mm-hmm. can you imagine if that was the year we were having these allegations and trying to recruit and you're trying to get all these dudes that can come in and immediately play change your program like that would have sucked so we're kind of set up by having a pretty solid class last year to where even if we did only sign two, three guys, we'll be totally fine. So, And then you can always get transfers, grad transfers. So, Yes. I mean, we're not really – That would be huge. There's a lot of basketball to play and a lot yeah. of decisions to be made, but point guard might be the biggest thing we need because, like I said, we don't know if Bryce will really run the point. Mm-hmm. Dotson's going to be gone, I would think. Yeah. So you're not really sure who's going to be running the point next year, but – yeah, I would a grad a badass grad transfer would be awesome. Would be sick. Um, but yeah, that's I mean pretty good recruiting update. <clears throat> Let's talk current Kansas basketball. Good. I thought UNC Greensboro the first half we looked sluggish. Offense was awful. It was kind of like damn man. Like are we do we just kind of suck? Like I wasn't really ready to say that, but it was still like shit. I don't really see where this team is just gonna be like a dominant team. Second half, we come out. I will say Dotson looked good from the jump. He looked really good. Stug. He looked yep. energetic. He had a pretty good first half. Second half, we came out. I believe Isaiah Moss started, and uh, we munched. The Hawks mm-hmm. with the four-guard lineup looked incredible, and it got. I officially went from kind of being like, damn, I don't know about this team, to and that's just normal what fans do. We melt down yep. so quick and we get back to so excited so quick. So, I don't know. That second half should make people really excited because UNC Greensboro is not bad. Yeah, and that's kind of why I was nervous in the first half that it was actually going to be a game down the stretch because yeah. they have a good squad. We look shaky on offense, but Devon looked amazing, like a guy that refuses to lose. He's going to be so tough later in the year, like in the tournament, to stop. Yeah. And then Tristan was awesome. He's long, and he made some huge plays, and then Isaiah was kind of the spark. Yes, Isaiah hit, I think, three shots. Two of them were threes. One of them was basically a three. His, like, toe was on a line, and it all happened pretty fast. Helped, like, extend our lead out. Um, interesting stat from Jordan Sp- 
Berber at Hoop Vision. He has some good videos and stuff. He like dives deep into this stuff. He uh, he said Kansas started the game with two bigs and scored zero points on five plays of their high low motion. Self has gone four guards ever since. Currently scored twenty one points on twenty two plays of their four game in the half court. So like once we switched to that four guard lineup, things were just so much smoother. I thought Dotson. Things open up for him. Doke had that huge dunk, which murdered someone. My goodness, <laughs> that was an incredible dunk. There were a couple other things that he was kind of noting, like just the play. We were able to get Doke in positions open on the post that he just could not get when we had two bigs in there, just and by the sets we run. I just feel like our best teams lately are when we have four guards in there. Yes. You got Josh's team where it's him, Svee, Devontae, Frank, and then you have Devontae's senior year with him, Malik, Svee, and LeGerald. It's like I just feel like we play – Better with four guards when you have a huge big man down low. Yeah, and I, that four, the four guard spot right now is wide open. You got if Tristan, whoever steps up, and I think we talked about it last week. Is it's so good to have options. You got Isaiah, you got Tristan, one, which sucks. We lost Jalen. Yeah, lost Jalen, but Tristan and Christian Brown could play. Yeah, and then Isaiah. I mean, and then even having one of them off the bench is huge. Yes, I, uh, I don't know. I just I I know people are kind of side with oh why would you not just play your play your two best bigs because dave is clearly one of our five best players so play him but like my thing is when you look back you mentioned the malik team legerald vick was pretty clearly the fifth option on that starting lineup Mm -hmm. right but he was when he's your fifth option i think your team is really really good and i kind of look at isaiah moss the same way like yeah isaiah moss isn't a star but if he's your fifth option and as long as he can guard, which who knows, maybe he's a horrible defender. As long as he can just be a service, serviceable defender and hit open shots, that's exactly what Legereal did that year, we will be perfectly fine playing that dude at the four. So I get the argument that Dave is better. Why not play him with Udoka? But, like, I don't know. It I just doesn't think it's look natural. That's not how basketball's kind of played. Now, yeah, we can no. put Dave in there for Doke, like, late in games when teams yeah. are fouling us or something. But... I will say this, that Malik team, the thing that made them so perfect for four man is just they could all shoot so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but Malik really didn't <clears throat> until March. So and it's shit, like, even we could bring in Tristan and uh, Isaiah and then have Oach and Devon and kind of – I know we love Marcus, but not the best shooter in the world. Yeah. So bring in those four guards, have another big in there, and then when we need to make shots late. Yeah. I, yeah, and Tristan, I think you start with Isaiah, but I think we all kind of like just love Tristan and know that – Potentially by February, he could be really freaking good. So it could yeah, be something to, where um, Isaiah plays, but then one day Bill just makes a switch because Tristan's playing so good. That's what I'm hoping for. He had like he's, not not he's a huge awesome. stat line, but nine and five on Friday. Yeah, and he made some great plays. Like he was aggressive, made layups. He made a couple free throws. Had an and one, like a big left-handed offensive rebound. Which flying that might him. be my biggest worry right now is free throw shooting, dude. It's so bad. Yeah, it was tough in the first half. I didn't I, watch much. I was driving, but yeah. we. Have you seen our free throw stats? I don't even want to know. I saw we were 7 of 16 in the first half, maybe? 10 of 19, but Dotson went 8 for 8. The wow. rest of the team was 2 for 11. That's tough. Can't have that. No. And Dotson's stat line was unreal. How what many was did Doke shoot? 28 and 6 or something like he had that? 22, 8 and 6, yeah. That's good. 6 for f- 14 from the floor, 2 for 5 from 3. That's Frank Mason numbers, boys. Yeah. And eight for eight from the line. Like if you're gonna shoot close to ten free throws and not miss, and, and he's gonna get, get to the bucket, yeah, yeah. he's gonna keep doing that. I don't know how many Doke shot, but I tweeted this in V turn five of eight. Oh, free throws. Yeah, I, I, oh of something. Yeah, I, think. I mean, but and I, they weren't close. I, t- I tweeted this. And I think V turn. You said you agree with me. 
why the crowd goes like banana. It's like almost to me. I feel like I ran it about this last year on the pop. I don't. It's like a. I get people are trying to be supportive, but like, no. it's a sarcastic. It's cheer. like yeah, I know. It's like cheering for the clearly unathletic kid in gym class. I don't know. I don't know what to compare it's it like to. It's like what fans do to refs when they finally call a foul call, you know? <laughs> it's like it, that little sarcastic cheer. But I don't <laughs> I don't know if that's what we're doing. I feel like we are like, oh, I think it's more he's like, nervous. Let's get him confident. But it's like, no. When that place goes bananas before he even receives the ball from the ref, what do you think's going through his head? The first thing he thinks is they're all cheering because I stink at free throws. Now, Obviously, I don't think it's going to change much. He's not just going to become a better free throw shooter. But <laughs> but you know his ass is already thinking about the free throws even before that. Exactly. It's already a mental thing. Making it even more mental I just think is bad because they all say he makes free throws in practice. Mm-hmm. Now, I think they exaggerate it. I'm sure he shoots like 50% in practice instead of 30% like he does in the games. But, like, I don't know. I just hate that. I always cringe when we're doing it in Allen Fieldhouse. It's like when a walk-on gets a ball in the corner yes, and everyone okay. goes nuts and shoots. Like that is a great. It just example. makes was, everyone more nervous. I like, was trying to think of like what an example of it is when like someone mm-hmm. sucks and you. Like almost, when Tyler Self came in the like came in the game, everyone's freaking out. But or like, yeah, or when Tian's TN. open for three. Not yeah. that Tian sucks. We love him. He's yeah, the guy, he's the man. But, <laughs> um, it's just like. What do you expect? But like 17,000 people go nuts for you. And now your first thought is, whoa, they're all cheering for me because they're like kind of laughing at me or don't believe in me. And it would be funny to them if I could score. And like, it's like when he misses, it's like a loud groan or whatever. And then when he makes it, it's like people start freaking out. And it's like, I'm very okay if he makes it and we go nuts. I think that's fine. Like, get that, I think, kind of gives you like, fuck some confidence but to do it before he shoots is just i, I hate it We've and done we it. all know he can't make him like this they've been doing this cheer shit for like a year now <laughs> yeah like it's just not how's it gonna help him no i hate it but whatever i just kind of wanted to rant about that so is silvio in bill's doghouse right now or is there just not enough pt for him there just doesn't make sense for him to play it's kind of like what i was saying last episode is like he's gonna be God. one of our biggest strengths was depth in the front court or well, at least we thought so but there's not enough minutes if Doke's going to play 30 minutes a game. Like, yeah, and we're I, not going to go too bigs. Like, I just think he needs more game action too. I say it all the time, but you got to get used to that game speed. And he hasn't played much. He's just not playing. I probably said this last week. He's just not playing with like energy or <laughs> and he's weird. out there playing like a bruiser. Like it's like, dude, Silvio, you are a run the court, athletic, put back, dunk, get every rebound, get dive for balls. Like you're not like a post back your way down yeah. the basket score. Like, that's not what I want to see. He's not him. Udoka. No, exactly. So, I don't know. You're right. I think the speed, the game's just kind of too fast from right now, which we saw when he, like, at first started at KU, same thing. He was so slow, like, very behind. And it took him, what, a month? And he was already kind of way yeah. caught up to speed. So, I think he'll be fine now. The problem is I just, yeah, I don't see him getting a ton of minutes if we are going to play small, which I do not know based off what we're seeing, how that is not what we eventually do. So, But, it, like, that year he did play, it kind of gives me hope for this year that once he plays, he he was a beast at the end of that Final Four year, and we had a really good team. Yeah. So I think he can still contribute, but if not, I mean, he should be around for at least next year, and he's going to be a fucking beast next year. Yeah, and I well, mean, I guess it if, helps. Like you were saying earlier, if he's our, like, seventh or eighth option, like, yeah. That's not a bad thing. Like, if no. Dope gets in foul trouble now, we have a yeah. really good third-string guy that mm-hmm. can come in. I mean, it's play a similar role to, like, Cole Aldridge. Like, Cole Aldridge in the Final Four in 08, we didn't do anything. or He hardly played all year, and then 
you have a guy like that that can come in after yep. things starts to go wrong. Like that's yeah. huge to have. So yeah, there's I a feel lot of games bad left. For him. And all, yeah, it is like early. Bill will figure out his rotation and whichever bigs are playing well or yeah. But it's just tough to see minutes for Dave and Silvio right now because when we do have four guards in there, that's what's working. Mm-hmm. So, so and then Doke's going to be in there for, but he'll need breaks. So we just need those guys to come in and play. Just play hard, like. Dave and Silvio play with energy. Yes. Dave had 13 boards the first game. Yeah, I really like Dave. He hit a he hit a little mid-range jumper. We joke around it. We joke about his, his shots shot. don't look that broke. They like, don't. His but shots the, janky, but well, that's the not really is, like why I get mad about it. It's just not what like if we have enough. We're going four guards around him. Like I don't want him anywhere no. like outside of five feet. No. I yeah. His his shots are always kind of just like Ugh, I don't think you should be doing that. Now he's made a few, but. I think the problem is he shoots it. He has like a line drive shot, so if he misses, it just looks really, really bad when he misses. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I think he'll be fine. I think Silvio will be fine. It's just gonna be tough to get all those guys big minutes. Now the thing is, they can all just come in and play in little spurts when they're doing really well, or when we need them to do really well. That would be huge. So I don't know. I hope Silvio doesn't get frustrated. I hope he's just ready to come out and like kill it when he gets his opportunities. Um, Wow, breaking! Ohio State is shit pumping Villanova thirty-three to ten. <laughs> I uh, I saw Ohio State was like minus one in that game, which I... obviously I was about to vet Nova, <laughs> so I'm really glad I didn't do that. <clears throat> uh, what you what did what all did you think about Doak on Friday? I thought he looked a lot better. He just still obviously isn't going to make free throws. Yeah, just no, want I him mean, to be more. I want him to dominate, man. Like especially against shorter guys like i know it's kind of weird for those bigs to play against them but in 10 and 10 it's like it looks good but that's what he should do every night yeah i think i thought he looked fine now obviously i thought the first half he we once again set him up for failure so i didn't really think he had a great shot but the second half i thought he looked great he had that huge and you could just tell he brought out some like frustrations after that dunk like he went nuts i also (laughs) love udoka that Anytime he scores, he just flexes. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how he scores. He doesn't do matter forever. the situation. He just flexes every remember, time. Didn't he get teed up freshman year? I think it was the Duke game, uh, the Chamberlain's Classic, when Frank hit that uh, buzzer beater. Yeah. And he like dunked and flexed, and they teed him up for it. <laughs> Dude, he is just hilarious. The fact that he will flex against UNC Greensboro as a senior when we're up like 15. Yeah. But no, I thought the second half he looked a lot better. And like I said, I thought we just opened up more spacing. I yeah. thought we ran sets to get him the ball in positions to score. Whereas just didn't there were so many times against Duke where he had the ball at like the high elbow. I know. Like so far away. It's like, okay, well now he can't back down. He can't dribble around anybody. And he's and, gonna get doubled. And we just know he we know he's not good at passing out of the double team. He's so, got it. If he can he needs to be better at that. And we need to knock down shots when he does find someone. Yes. So, I think he's going to be really good. I'm excited to see him in Maui. I think uh, this week we had Friday to our next game Friday. We're going to – I don't know. I hope we are working a ton on four-guard stuff that's going to allow Doak to just go off. So, I'm excited. Do I mean, do we want to talk Monmouth right now? We might as Yeah, I mean, we can just go ahead and Because I know we're going to talk a little bit about Hawks in the NBA – and we'll talk KU football, but we might as well just talk Monmouth Jayhawks in the NBA. Uh, we need to have like a little – Yeah, that can be like a segment every episode. Yeah, get a little voiceover. Kevin Harlan. Oh, Come on and do it. Sick. That would be dope. Um, AB, tell me a little bit about, about, a little bit about Monmouth. They stink. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're really small. 
Um, you know, they're just not very good at basketball. Were they in the tournament last year? Yeah, but they're 246 in Ken Palm this year. Their head nice. coach's name is King Rice, so that's kind of cool. That's a pretty <laughs> sick name. Um, they stink on offense. I mean, they don't get to the free throw line. They can't guard the three. They're, just, they're tiny. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. They're playing K-State as we speak. I don't Ooh. know how they're doing. But, Hammer the Monmouth. What's their mascot? Uh, the Hawks. Very, very. You expect more out of a team like that. But uh, it's gonna be tough. I can't say it's go Hawks. Yeah, but uh, no, they just lost to Hofstra by twenty points, a full twenty. I Hofstra heard Hofstra's great. good this year. I mean, Watch in... out for the Hofstra. Well, I don't know their mascot. That's tough. The pride. Um, Hoska pride. The pride of Hofstra. That mascot. Stinks. That's a team that goes to the Final Four sometimes. <laughs> okay, so Monmouth stinks. Can't guard the three. Um, I wonder kind of what their lineup looks like. What's the line? Uh, the line right now is twenty four. KU was a 20.4. You know who was a 24-point favorite last night? <laughs> oh, my God. We didn't even didn't have even a combo about, about we were going to talk about that tonight. Shout I'd, out rather get a, I'd rather get a 10-year postseason man than lose to <laughs> than lose to um, Evansville. Shout out I'm not kidding. Dumbly, At Rupp. Dude, number one well. in the country you lose to Evansville. Let's get him on the pod this week. <laughs> Hit up Mitch. I bet Mitch could get him on. They love each other. And our guy. They sure do. Derek knows him pretty well, right? I know Sammy kind of well. Oh, okay. Well, why don't you text him? Get him on. Yeah, why that not? would be fun. Just that would to be talk great. I mean, he was the leading scorer. What? He hit the icing free throws to win and the I don't game. Think Evansville PR is going to be like KU's PR and be like, no, you cannot go on. Because we could talk about the self text. What was stuff. that voice? I don't know. It's just what I picture. <laughs> I mean, they lost that game. <laughs> I was stunned. I, I I sat down. I went to a movie last night, and that they was were so funny. So I think. Evansville was up like three when I sat down with like 15 minutes, maybe 10 minutes left, something like that. It's like, there's just no way I'm going to get out of this. I'm not even going to check during the movie. Like, Kentucky's going to win. I've seen this movie before. There's a 0% chance Evansville AB had me completely sold on Kentucky's second half minus 14. I said one thing and then Ryan tweets it to the world and he texts him, it's the hammer. You got me so excited. You You were like, it's free money. I didn't say that. I said hammer it. Well, yeah, you hammered it. You said hammer it, so I hammered it. I didn't it. hammer it. And then you didn't even bet on it? No. You cocksucker, dude. <laughs> I, so then I got addicted to live betting on it. Like I, I was like, I, was this was this like your addicted. version of my Arizona versus Buffalo a couple years ago? Did you just keep betting it because you didn't see it happening? Yeah, because I was like, okay. And once it got down to like five and a half, I was like, okay. Well, Kentucky's clearly winning this game by six. They're 24 and a half point favorites. Like, they're going to do it. So then by the end of it, I lost like three bets and the hot, or, but Evansville won. So final two minutes, I was like, all right, don't care about bets. Let's freaking go Evansville. But then you would have been salty. Nightmare Central would have been if they lost that game and I lost all the bets. They win by five. Uh, (laughs) That would have been horrible. But. That was Dude. third biggest upset in college basketball in the last 15 years. What? Kentucky is just like. Third weird, man. And I was pumped about him after the – like, not pumped about him, but I was really high on him Kentucky after that. Kentucky fan Braden Turner. After that Michigan State game because they were just so good defensively, I thought Maxie – I mean, Maxie is good, but I yeah. thought he could kind of be their go-to guy. But outside of him, it's like, who do you really trust? I think the I mean, thing about Kentucky that has me sold on them is I always think Emmanuel quickly is going to become the five-star – guard that we saw in high school where he was like super sick he sucked last year and then Hagen's was really good last year so it was like okay they got good guards they're athletic they defend like you said quickly and uh, Maxi should be big time scores Nick Richards is back for the 30th year in a row and he's just sucked he's like their horrible. front court's horrible and it's Nick Richards couldn't oh, score man. on AB in the post not even close. oh no one can I'm not <laughs> kidding no, I could no you could not you have not seen I, my no, one-footed Dirk fade away 
You just haven't. I have. Yeah. Brayden and I smoked you guys during Dude, March Madness last year. I hadn't picked up a ball in weeks. It's not like months. I was fucking going to the gym playing every day. If Whatever. you had, yeah, a, it's tough. If you had a rematch, we'll win. Okay. If you had to pick one team and say they're the best team in the country, who would you say right now? Evansville. They'd be number one. <laughs> well, I dude honestly I, think it might probably going to be Michigan State once Langford's back. Yeah, but that's so but far away. But they're sketchy too. Like I'm Winston telling you. can score, but he's kind of he's. Huge I, facilitator. I, I know, know it sounds homerish, but if you just had to sit down and pick a team right now, why would you not pick the team that has Udoka and Devon Dotson? That is, I don't think there's a team in the country with a duo that good, right? I would. I'm a homer too, but I would say KU's the best. team. Now I'm not saying right now we are playing the best, but I'm just saying after seeing everyone for the first two weeks, and Ooh, I think I mentioned this. I mentioned this. I mentioned this before the pod. I always like to like picture teams before the year. It's the best. Who, who can you picture on the podium getting the trophy handed over to them? And there's just certain teams you can't. Like <laughs> I can't picture the Louisville team this year. Outrageous. You can. Mm-hmm. I can't. Very I good. can't picture that Louisville, <laughs> Louisville team. this year is my Virginia last year. Obsessed with them. <sighs> so weird. I'm just not. I can't. Like, and after watching Kentucky, it's like ugh. I don't know who I picture being other than Tyrese Maxey. Like, I don't know who their guy is. I think we have a guy. We have Dotson. We have Dope. We have Bill, who's been there. Like, I don't know. I can just see us standing there. I can absolutely see Michigan State with Winston and Izzo. I can sadly probably see Trey Jones because him and Coach K just have that weird hate <laughs> them. But maybe it's because I've already seen his brother do it. So, like, I can see those teams. But, like, I don't know. I just – I don't see it with Kentucky. So. No, I could see him being in the same situation last night where it's a tight game and they need someone to step up as a scorer, and I don't know if they have that guy. Yeah, now I still kind of have I mean, that that's same. What, yeah, we said the same thing about us last week, though. I don't have the, – they didn't have – like, they went to Nick Richards in the post when they needed a bucket. That was bananas. But We went to Dave McCormick, Marcus Garrett, and Dave trying to bounce past to Udoka. Like. But I think we're normally just going to go to Dot. Like, Probably. I just think Trey Jones really – disrupted what we wanted to do that night and so i don't know yeah we're probably being but it's I just, why i mean it's freaking november whatever it is yep. so it's overreaction time good yeah goodman dropped kentucky to 16 in his rankings oh, <laughs> he's he the most reactionary person on earth <laughs> i died when i saw that because people were obviously like giving him shit like oh you went from loving kansas to hating them where are you gonna put kentucky and he really took them 15 spots down yeah but I, like I said, it's November 13th, but I personally feel like there's no dominant team and college basketball is a little down. Like it's yes. it's crazy every year, but I feel like, I don't know. And that is my point. There's no, going to be a no random team, team that makes a run. There's nobody on paper when we look at them that we just say that team is way more talented. Like last year. Duke was just more talented than us. Worked out well for him. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I don't. Duke should have won the national championship last well, year. If they also should have lost six different games in the tournament. I know, but Coach K. No was one gives awful. shit about Coach K was awful. Duke being Duke losing early in the tournament. No, so like I don't know. I just don't think you look on paper at any other team and say, "Wow, this team's way more talented than KU," or "Wow, this team's way more set up for success than KU." So. I don't know. I just think after seeing teams for these first two weeks, I feel top a lot least, better. Yeah. yeah. I feel a lot better about our chances, but obviously a ton of time to go. Kentucky will get better, but a lot better, but I don't know. That was fun to watch. So what, how do we even start? Where did we start here? 
we're talking Evansville, uh, but yeah, I mean, oh, oh 24 point favorite. Oh, yeah, that's, I mean, we're we literally, literally yes, yeah. <laughs> wow, we, <literally> <laughs> we just ran it for 10 minutes because I said we were 24 point favorite. <laughs> Speaking okay. of 24, so all right, we're starting a new gambling thing because we've just forgotten football season, we didn't keep track, we gambled on too much stuff, so we're starting a new thing. We're going to do predictions for each game high score, spread, and the over-under. Each game high score, if you get that right, you get two points. If you get the spread, you get one. If you get the over-under, you get one. So there's four points up for grabs every week. And uh, A.B. You want me to lead it off? Lead me. Give me the spread. Give me the over-under. And then I guess you can pick your... Uh, all right, uh, I'm glad I get to go first because I think you were on the same path. Uh, I'm going to take the Hawks minus 24. They're going to cover for the first time this year. Uh, yeah, I think they're great. Good teams win, great teams cover. I think the Hawks cover 24. I think it goes over 142. And I think Yudoka Azabuki leads the team in scoring. Monmouth is tiny. Doke is due to go off. Like you said, I think we practice four guard all week. Yeah. I think Doke is going too much this week. Like 24 and 12. Okay. Wow. I like that. Mm-hmm. B turn. You go. All right. Um, I'm going to 24 is big. 24 and like we're gonna <laughs> practice a lot, but I don't necessarily think we're just gonna be like this incredibly well-oiled, perfectly ran offense. So I think there will still be some struggles. Uh, I will take Monmouth plus 24. Yes. I think the Hawks win by like 21. Um, are we doing weird hammers? Ah, oh, the weird hammers. The high school name. <laughs> I will. Uh, I'll take Monmouth plus twenty four. I will take the over as well. That seems low. Yeah, it does. I think we should absolutely get eighty. Well, five. I won't even say it. Um, <laughs> and then I will take my leading scorer. I'm going to take Ochai. I think the four guard is going to open up, get him some threes, get him some looks. Spacing is going to be better. <clears throat> Doke might start out dominating, and then he's not going to be able to because they're going to focus on him. I think Ochai could be a guy that gets some open looks. So I'll go Ochai scoring like 19 or 20. He's due for a big, big scoring game. So don't know much about Monmouth, but just looked at their schedule. They stink. They gave up. You probably already said it, but they gave up 90. 1,000%. Thanks for listening 94 to, the pod. to Hofstra. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We talked about Hofstra. Do you remember what I said their mascot was? The real test. <laughs> no. Yep. Perfect. The Hofstra Pride. So we're scoring. What were you doing? Riding. We talked about, about that for like two minutes. minutes. Doing yeah. my research. Um, Hawks cover. They score 90 plus, maybe 100. Fuck oh. it. So I would say the over hits. If we're going to score 90, all they got to do is score about 50. <laughs> yeah. So I'll take over Hawks by 24. I feel like we should have a different answer on the leading score every week. Might as well. I'll go Devon, 22 yeah. points. I mean, eventually it's going to be tough. I think we're going to be kind of in between, like, two guys every week. But mm-hmm. still will be fun to have to decide. Or if you just have an inkling that some other guy, like Marcus Garrett, is going to put up <laughs> 20, you can go Against with him. Texas. Yeah. So Hawks in the NBA? Yeah. Let's. We talked about this last night. Or do we have other shit uh, to gamble got, on? AB? No, nah, I'm you good. I mean, that's when it's like, hey, football, that's probably Gamble on now. the Chiefs on Monday night. God see how damn much it. they can be up and blow it. You, I mean. I don't want to talk about the Chiefs. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hawks in the NBA. We were talking about this. B-Term brought this up last night. He said, why don't we start? We need to talk more about KU in the NBA, especially because I mean, KU, Devontae Graham's going to win the MVP. Yeah, so Devontae was, Graham's the best point guard of all time. Andrew Wiggins is Tracy McGrady, just like we all said. And well, uh, Kobe, Marcus Morris leads the NBA in technical fouls. So it's just <laughs> it's the, right. Everything the that we expected is what is happening right now. So B turn, we'll call this a B turn Jayhawk update. 
We need James. So uh, we'll start with every KU fan's favorite, fan favorite at least, um, Devontae Graham. Has absolutely good. been going off. He's averaging 18 and 8 on the year. The Hornets, I think they're what, 4 and 6? No idea if they're good. Something I don't like pay that. attention to who wins these games. But they've got a good owner, I've heard. So Last four games, he's had 35 and 6, 15 yeah. and 9, 24, 5 and 10, and 19 and 10. He has double figures in all but two games this year. Crazy. And then Andrew Wiggins might be the leader for most improved player right now. His All last star numbers. He's had double. He's had like fifteen or more in every game. I think he's averaging twenty five. Yeah, Nuts. and he's Boom. shooting. He's shooting forty seven percent from the field, which would be the highest of his career. Last five, he's had twenty five, thirty, forty, twenty five, and thirty three. I mean, has to be a career year for him, obviously. Dude, and like, like the thing that he go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say that everyone like. I mean, they down him. Obviously, we've said like some things about him, but he's still young. One, but two. If he didn't have like a max contract and if he wasn't compared to LeBron James out of high school, oh no God. one would think of him as a bust. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe he's overpaid a little bit, but he's always sco- – like this isn't like too far off his career scoring numbers at least. Yeah, and yeah. Minnesota I'm sure was thinking this guy's eventually going to get it. Like mm-hmm. let's pay this guy. He's got a ton of potential. Yeah, and that your point about like expectation stuff is kind of what drove me crazy. Like, like I really like Donovan Mitchell. I think he's really good. Obviously he was like 13, 14 pick. He's been great. But, like, if you just look at Donovan Mitchell versus Wiggins, like, it's not like Donovan Mitchell is just, like, light years ahead of him. They're both, I feel like, kind of similar. I think Mitchell yeah, – if the if the T-Wolves were as good as the Jazz, I think people might be talking about Wiggins more than Donovan But, like, I don't yeah, know. What people if Donovan, act like Donovan Mitchell is just God's gift. They yeah. think he's the next fucking Great like, player, superstar. Yeah. So is Wiggins. I yeah, mean, he I just know. doesn't really affect the game as much. But yeah. what if Donovan Mitchell was the number one recruit and being – Compared to the best players to ever play basketball. Yeah, so I don't know. I think, but I it's pretty awesome because Wiggins' first game of the year this year was a disaster. Shot like, like five one of nineteen of or something. Twenty or something. I don't know. Or five of twenty. He took so many shots. Yeah, was that's awful. that's kind of another argument people used against him was yeah he's scoring but he's missing a lot of shots. Yeah, but this year he's shooting forty seven percent. Yeah, and thing I was gonna say. He's passing the ball. He's getting, putting up assists. He's getting rebounds. The thing that always drove me bananas about Wiggs is, like, he didn't rebound the ball. It's like, dude, you jump higher than everybody yeah. on the court. Go at least get five a game. Just get five. Well, and and CDOT always says that. this on his sh- or on Twitter and on a show. Like, sports in general, especially the NBA, though, because they get drafted so young, like, they just make you forget how young these kids are. What is he in, like, a sixth or seventh year in the NBA? He's 24 years old. It is crazy. Like, he's, he's still, like, growing as far as, like, athletic peak, you know? Yeah, they say your peak is 27. Yeah, so like if he's got three more years till he's supposed to be at his That's peak. That's pretty like, fun yeah. to think he's three or four years away. I mean, I mean it's, crazy. it's also how wild that he? him and Devontae are like the same age. Almost. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. And just look at how much Devontae continues to, I don't know. And some guys hit, like Joel hit faster than Wiggins, obviously. Yeah, but he's like, I mean, oh. people take longer to figure it out. Like, I don't know. Yeah, so shout out to Wiggs. I love that. People always give me shit because I've just loved him forever. And the sad thing is, I briefly kind of just was like, you know what? I'm done. And I'm convinced. <laughs> when hate pulled I'm the audio convinced Wiggs kind of realized, oh shit, my biggest my biggest fan. Do you think he heard the pod? <laughs> yes, I think uh-huh. he listened to the pod. He, and he does said, listen. damn, Ryan's turning on me. Shit, I got to figure it out. I'm going to go play for Ryan and look at what he's doing. What Shout a guy. Out. Ohio you, State Andy. is doing what we did to North Carolina in the Final Four. What Listen is it? Before. It's 40-13. to 13. Oh my this God. is insane. This is like Villanova last I'm year. Feeling Didn't this happen early in the year? Michigan, they got really. shit-pumped by Michigan. Dude, is Jay Ryder oh, yeah. on the hot seat? Maybe. <laughs> um, and then... We hire him as a lead assistant. 
The best Jay, <laughs> best Jayhawk in the NBA, obviously, besides Svee, Joel Embiid. <laughs> Twenty. I mean, you don't even really have to talk about his numbers every night. He does what he does every night. He's averaging so 23 fun. and 12. He had 27 and 16 last night. I think he won the game for Philly. They're pretty good. I guess they've lost like four of the last. They beat, they beat the tough Cleveland Cavaliers by one point last night. Joel's going to be a good recruiting uh I think he gets whatever. an MVP. Also, I wish he was oh, more active at KU still. MV- yeah, MVP stuff drives me. Like, I don't know. It just feels like before the year, people set up who the next MVP is going to be. Like, it was r- after KD left, it was Russ. After Russ won it, it was clearly Harden. And then, who? oh, Gian- I thought Harden had a big case to win it last year, too. And people gave were, it like, to dogging on him almost. And, uh... I feel like Embiid's going to be one of those guys that gets in line to just kind of be set up for the MVP. And as long as he can go out and perform and Stay have a healthy. big year, yeah, I think he'll absolutely get an MVP. I think it's got to happen in the next, like, three or four years. I mean, but. he could – it sounds kind of crazy, but he could have a season where he averages close to, like, 30 and 16, 15. He's like, just a freak. He gets every rebound. So, he hits he jumpers. freak. He's so good. He's so skilled. He does everything well. He can dribble. Do you guys see the Tristan Thompson clip? Oh my I watched God. that last night. Did you night. see the remake someone made? <laughs> no. The Photoshop of it going in? <laughs> no. Oh, it's so funny. Dude, he was hilarious. He kept shooting threes, and he made like two of them, and he was talking all sorts of shit, and then he launches like a damn near half quarter with four on the shot clock. I died. But Then you got the technical leader, Mook, Marcus Morris, average having a great year, 19-6. Yeah. and six. For the Knicks, who are dumpster fire the new york power forward five he had a bad game the other night but some of his games lately he's had 29 and 9 28 18 and then his last two he's had 29 and 9 and 22 and 9 so he's getting boards he can shoot he's been really good the last two years i just i don't think people really talk about it it's crazy how him and markeef's careers have kind of like shifted like it started when they came to the league keith was much better marcus wasn't playing much and now marcus is just like clearly the better player so I don't know. Yeah. It's fun. And then um, Kelly Oubre averaging 16-5. and five. He had double figures in every game until last night. I think he had one stunk. point, which yeah. I don't know what his average would be if you take that game out. That's so. all. I did not know he was averaging 16-5. and five. Yeah, He's his, good. His he is good. Box he's, scores are like he's scoring like 20 a night. And he's – yes. Phoenix he's a, is kind of fun to watch, man. fun. Not good enough to beat LeBron, but <laughs> I mean, everything has to be about LeBron. And, <laughs> and then insane. a late. That's insane. Nobody brings up LeBron more than AB. Last little. Uh, you s- made that Jordan comment earlier to make me e- bring up LeBron. No. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Go ahead. Last Sorry, little note. Um, our guy, Benny <laughs> Mack, he had 14 the other night, and he's getting the start for Houston tonight. Wow. Him, Over James Harden. Him, Russ, and James <laughs> in the backcourt. Love that. What a What a freaking trio right there. Russ, James Harden, Ben McMore. Am I missing any NBA Hawks? I know Svee played a little bit the other night. I wish Svee could get going, man. I'm still mad the Lakers traded him. What's what's Cliff doing? in the summer league. Oh, man. Cliff. Cliff, the guy. Still trying to get out of Bill's doghouse. Oh, my God. Sheck Diallo. Who knows what he's doing? He kind of played well a little bit. With putting his hand behind his head. That's how (laughs) Sheck dunks everything. He's got, like, the tight (laughs) sleeves. Dude, yeah. But, no, I would say, like, KU gets a lot of shit for not performing in the NBA very well. This year is going to help that because Devontae Graham is not only – it's not KU people being like, wow. We you need- said most improved. Him and Wiggins are probably Up two of the top three yeah. of the guys that will have a shot at that. So it's awesome. I think Wiggs could be an all-star. I think Embiid will 100% be an all-star. I think he'll be an MVP candidate. So it's like – or and then Wiggins – or uh, Joe probably be a starter. 
Yeah, and obviously. Devontae will for sure play in that like rookie sophomore, sophomore thing, yeah. which mm-hmm. will be fun. Who knows? Devontae could freaking do the three point contest the way he's shooting the ball. So <laughs> that'd be awesome. I, I would love just like to see, see us get a ton of right now. publicity. It would have been cooler if it, the All Star game was in Charlotte this year. To where they like felt the need to put oh, yeah. someone. I mean, that would have been perfect. But where is it this the year? beautiful city of Chicago? Zach Levine's gonna win the dunk contest. Hammer that. Is we he should go. Play? I think so. I'd maybe if go he's to healthy. That. I'd go to that. I've but, never been to a dunk contest live. But if Levine's in it, I wish Zion would do. Dude, it. I know. He, there's no way they let him. I, I mean, him. Levine and Aaron Gordon was maybe the best. Yeah. It sounds insane. crazy. That's one of the best dunk contests ever. I it's mean, not close. It is if people didn't have revisionist history, like. Dude, like those Jordan dunk contests were good. Not trying to shit on Jordan, but like that's stuff that people do every dunk contest now. Oh what yeah, what Aaron Gordon was doing and what Levine was Levine was windmilling for the free throw line. Like <laughs> people stupid. are more athletic now. It's... Oh, I know, but that's my point. Oh, like we look stupid. back on those Jordans and Wilkins dunk contests because like that was just they're incredible. star players and yeah. stars don't do it anymore. Yeah, and so. I don't know. I, hopefully, I hope Aaron Hopefully Glenn Robinson competes this year. We'll get all the superstars in. Remember when Macklemore did it? It was so bad. They changed the format, and he, like, jumped mm-hmm. over Shaq, but uh, it was awful. Um, but, yes, thank We're you for football? the Jayhawk NBA update. All right, let's talk KU football. As depressing as that is right now, I am just not excited anymore. That K-State game killed me. No, yeah, I mean, it just got punched. And we, ever, like, once the game kicked off, like, I just kept saying, this is a gut punch. This sucks. Like, this... Obviously, I was worried about Twitter after because I talked a lot of shit. But, like, what what can we be excited for? Like, we're coming off a bye, but, like, literally nothing I'm looking at right now makes me think KU has any chance to not get 20 balls. Dude, it felt like the air was just completely sucked out of all the momentum we have. Like, Speaking of air sucking and blowing, 16-mile-an-hour <laughs> winds in Stillwater this weekend. Not great for throwing offenses. Not horrible for running offenses, which Oklahoma State is. You know what it is great for? Our kicking game. Oh, my God. Can you imagine our field goals this week? <laughs> Boy, okay, just hit me with the line. What is the line? 17 and a half. Wow. Mm-hmm. Total of, is that 67 and a half? Yeah. I'll say this. We're melting down. We got a bye week. Dearman is still really good. Who knows? Maybe we come out. If we just, I'm back to where I say, okay, we got our three wins. Now these final three games, let's compete. Let's mm-hmm. not get embarrassed. If we go out to Oklahoma State and get absolutely shit pumped and lose by 30 or 40, then it's just like this season is officially, there's no positive momentum going into next year. That will suck. But if we compete, I will be excited and at least have some hope going into Iowa State. I mean, Iowa State's good, but you never know. If we really play well against Oklahoma State, we see how quickly we overact to things. Right. We could be excited. We'll be right back. I just want to be excited for football games, and right now I'm not. Well, and I, I know I just said there's nothing pointing towards KU like doing well, but like. I I don't know I I wouldn't touch this line like if I was betting I would not even come close to either side like because we're coming off a buy it's less homecoming in Stillwater like that's got to have some sort of effect wait Our, it, we have to look better than we did against K State it, it, it you said it's homecoming well no it's like less is going home to Stillwater oh, okay. like to like okay. play against I'm assuming it's, I don't think LSU ever went to Stillwater doubt it no so yeah. like I mean I'm assuming it's his first time being back as a coach yeah. which is probably gonna bring back like something cool like I don't know and like. I don't, but like when I look at like the wind and everything, like we're gonna like since Deerman's taken over. I know it's RPO stuff, but Carter's been. I mean, it's mo- mostly passing. No. Yeah. No. So I it's mean, like, and that's the big thing with college quarterbacks is throwing into the wind. It's tough. So like, I don't know. Plus, 
I was told this by a K-State fan. When K-State played Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State dominated them in the trenches. If Oklahoma State dominated K-State in the trenches, what are they going to do to us That's after terrifying. what K-State did to that us? That is terrifying. So, like, I don't know. I'm just hoping it's one score. We have a chance in the fourth quarter where it's still interesting. We're not turning it off at, you know, yeah. 1 o'clock after halftime. I need a Puka game. I want a big Puka game. But I don't Coming know. Coming off a bye, though. So, I'm just, time to prep. It sucks how it feels right now with KU football. Like, I'm just not excited. I'm not confident. The difference in how I feel right now versus how I felt going into that K-State game is just crazy how much different it is. So, I don't know. I hope we play well. Um, Any thoughts on the total? I mean, like I said, I have no idea. I'll say over because over. if we're going to compete, we've got to score. We have obviously. to look better than we did last Ryan weekend. Ryan our ESPN. Yeah, breaking. <laughs> we get down double digits, we're in trouble. But Yeah. Um, okay, last thing I want to talk about. we got to talk about it. Okay. Feed me. Hashtag blame Cole. Oh, my God. <laughs> blame Cole. I mean, so for everyone, I think everyone knows, blame Cole. Cole, our friend Cole, has been to every bad KU basketball loss ever. He's been to bad Chiefs losses. He's done other things that don't even involve Chiefs KU. I think he screwed Tiger over or something. I don't know. what. What all is I think doing? I made that one up. Okay. But. <laughs> but, no, Cole – Goes to Nashville. Did he go with you? No, he was with some pals. Okay, well, those pals are in trouble for letting him get in that city. I This is only the second time it's ever happened where I got legitimately angry at him that he went to the game. It's only happened twice. Like, I, that, how else do you explain it? Like, the end of that game was so stupid. Like, how there has to be some sort of vibe. Like, he has to have some sort of energy that he brings with him to the games. Where it's just, it doesn't make sense. Like, we had... We just missed the snap on a kick. They go down and go a, a million yards in one second. And then, like, when was the last time you saw a field goal get blocked in the NFL? It just doesn't happen in the NFL. And my – okay, this might be my banana line moment of the week. I thought the guy was off sides, but really everyone else in the game on the blocked field goal, they're just the slowest people of all time. Well, no one just, moved. He just timed it perfectly. No, that's what I'm saying. But if you oh. watch it, no one moves for, like, a full second after the ball snapped. Yeah. Like, he timed it perfectly, and that's why it looks so, like, offsides, like, when you're watching the video, because it just looks unnatural. But no one else moves. It's just insane. And I don't know. I think it was Blake Bell, like, on the corner block or whatever. Yeah. It was Which a meltdown. It was I'm an getting all-time triggered. meltdown. I didn't want to talk Chiefs because I was going to get triggered, yeah, we but don't, I'm triggered. We don't need to talk Chiefs. We need to talk about a cold needs to be banned from any stadium in this, I don't know, United States in which one of our teams is playing. So What about, is he going to go to Mexico? Is that... On Monday? I don't know. I feel, I mean, I feel for him because how do you, we talk about this all the time, how do you end blame Cole? Now, I don't think a road win against the Titans would have ended. He's got to witness a big game. Oh, big win. And now he's at the point where he can't go to any big games. We won't allow it. So It's such a risk. God, it's such a risk. But he's got to do it. He's got to I know go. he does. But well, we, didn't we tell him game. when he came on a few months ago that it was like, it had to be like a Elite A game or something? I said, I think I said Sweet if it's 16 like a, might work two verse three sweet 16 one verse four i don't know that's tough you're still gonna be like a seven point favor that game, yeah so. exactly i need something that's a big coin flip tough huge game that he's there for us to win yeah it's still banana land moment of the century that he ended blame cole after a home win against the team that's just meh so, so sorry for talking about cole uh, but i mean what do you expect it's such- weigh in on twitter if you think uh what do you think needs to happen for Blame Cole to ever be ended? So, yeah, Cole, sorry, but just the fact that that happened was stunning when I read the tweet that you were there. I couldn't believe it. So, all right. That is what we've got. Outrageous. 
Um, Hawks play Friday against Monmouth. Um, what time? Seven or eight? Seven. That we got is Oklahoma it on TV State. or is it on ESPN Plus? I don't know. I imagine ESPN Plus again. Let's take a gander. I mean, ESPN Plus, I, I get what well, they're trying to make money and they're trying to get people to buy their product, but no one over the age of like 50 years old is going to know how to work that. I know. My dad's like, how do I watch these games? I'm like, it's so easy. Just figure it out. But he won't. He just won't. It's like, <laughs> well, it's just like, yeah. Yeah, it's on ESPN Plus. Cool. Yeah. So technically I'll be part of the Maui invitation. Come, come hang out with me. Um,. I don't know, B-Turn, you got anything else? No, next week's not Big day yesterday. Hopefully, I mean, they might get that point guard this week. They said he was going to sign early, but, yeah, Friday, excited to watch the guys. They've had a week off. Yes. Hopefully had a good week at practice, and hopefully they look good, and then maybe we'll play the old Spartans in Maui. I'm so excited for Maui. Are you still going, Turn? Yeah. Good. Good. Cole's not going, is he? Uh, Who knows? (laughs) All right. Well, that's all we got. As always, appreciate you listening. Go buy some Manscaped. Go buy some Blue Chew. Perfect Um, combo, some might say. Yes, 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 yes. So, all right. We will see you all next week. Appreciate it. And rock, Chuck. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.